It's time now for The Complete Story, a public news and information feature of BOT Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's Complete Story. Well, my word, Rich, this is, this is Mother's Day. This is a Mother's Day celebration. Now, I know your mother, and you knew my mother, but in a different perspective, right? Well, that's right. Uh, your mother was my grandma bot. <laughs> that's right. And so you didn't know her when I was a boy and being raised by her, but you knew her. I always during, knew her as a grandmother. That, during that time in life. That's right. And, of course, you you know, uh, I, I know your mother, but in a different perspective. Well, sure. She's your wife, and she's my mother. But in every case, folks, a mother is a mother. That's not a father. That's not an uncle. It's your mother. And it's easy to forget that, especially in this hustle-bustle world that we're living in right now. Of course, it isn't so hustle-bustle right now, is it? So maybe people have a chance to sit down and think about it a little bit. Yeah. But it really is, and it's very easy to start passing over the real meaning of life itself. And we want to celebrate mothers on this Mother's Day yeah. weekend. Well, we better get into this. I want to start the program with a poem that I ran into many years ago. Because, you see, it's very easy to dismiss people in their various stages of life if it doesn't relate to you at that moment in a personal way. Very easy to dismiss the little ones. Very easy to dismiss the older ones. And, and yet, this poem just meant a lot to me because there was an old lady who died in a geriatric ward in a small hospital near Dundee, Scotland. By the way, folks, this is a true story. And when she died, among her possessions, a nurse located something she had written. And when the nurse realized the depth of this old woman who had just lived in the geriatric ward. It was published out of Scotland and has gone all around the world. It's called An Old Lady's Poem. Now listen to this, and I want to read it because I know my voice isn't very good, but I want to read it because I feel it, and I want you folks to catch it that way. Uh, the poem reads, What do you see, nurses? What do you see? What are you thinking when you're looking at me, a crabby old woman, not very wise, uncertain of habit, with faraway eyes, who dribbles her food and makes no reply, when you say in a loud voice, I do wish you'd try, who seems not to notice the things that you do, and forever is losing a stocking or shoe, who, resisting or not, lets you do as you will, with bathing and feeding the long day to fill. Is that what you're thinking? Is that what you see? Well, then open your eyes, nurse. You're not looking at me. I'll tell you who I am as I sit here so still, as I do your bidding, as I eat at your will. I'm a small child of ten with a father and a mother and brothers and sisters who love one another. Then a girl of sixteen with wings on her feet dreaming that soon now a lover she'll meet. A bride soon at twenty. My heart gives a leap, remembering the vows that I promised to keep at twenty-five now. I have young of my own who need me to guide 
and secure a happy home. A woman of 30, my young now grown fast, bound to each other with ties that should last. At 40, my young sons have grown and are gone, but my man's still beside me to see I don't mourn. At 50, once more, babies play around my knee. Again, we know children, my loved one and me. Dark days are upon me. My husband is now dead. I look at the future. I shudder with dread for my young are all rearing young of their own. And I think of the years and the love that I've known. I'm now an old woman and nature is cruel. Tis just to make old age look like a fool. The body it crumbles, grace and vigor depart. There is now a stone where I once had a heart. But inside this old carcass, a young girl still dwells. And now and again, my battered heart swells. I remember the joys, I remember the, the pain, and I'm loving and living life over again. I think of the years all too few, gone too fast, and accept the stark fact that nothing can last. So open your eyes, nurse, open and see. Not a crabby old woman, please look closer and see me. Isn't that something, Rich? It sure is. It really tells the story, doesn't it? Yes. All right, now, Melvin Couch, C-O-U-C-H, recorded this. Listen to it. There has never been a time in my life when I needed you and you were not there. You were there to tuck the pillow under my head at night. You were there every morning to make sure that my shoes were all right. And when I fell down, you were there to kiss away the pain. You were there, Mama, through the sunshine and the rain. But you see, I'm all grown up now. But there's one thing that I will never, ever forget to do. And that's thank God for giving me to you. I remember what my mother used to say. Oh, yes, I did. 
Mama would call us in to get on our knees and pray. Glory be to God. She would say, Lord, forgive my child. Renew his spirit and make him strong. Please, Jesus. You know, when I heard him refer to his mother as mama, right? it reminded me of everyone in their heart. They feel that. Uh, they don't say it when they get old. They get to be a big shot. They get to be 16, you know, and, and uh, certainly 30 and 40 and mama. But he said it like he felt it. It's a very tender term of affection. Now, listen, our, our, our Bot Radio Network family has had a few things to say about Mother's sure. Day also. Let's hear now. Let's hear from a lady way in Fresno, Fresno, California. Hello, this is Priscilla calling from Fresno, California. I love my mom. Her joy and her big smile brightens a room. She is always ready to pray for someone or something. We recently celebrated her 90th birthday. Frances had nine girls and one boy, 19 grandchildren, 36 great-grandchildren. She has the biggest heart to love all of us. Happy Mother's Day. We love you, Mom. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. We love you, Mom. All right, now here's a man from Illinois. This is from me and my dad in Morrisville, Illinois. Mom and dad were married for 72 wonderful years. Dad was the breadwinner, but Mom was the glue that stuck us all together. My mother passed away around a month ago at the age of 88 and was loved deeply by family and everyone that knew her and will be sadly missed. Mom loved traveling, like to the Grand Canyon or Lookout Mountain. She also loved cooking and shopping for us. I really loved her. We'll miss her and we all just want to wish her a happy Mother's Day and that we'll see you soon in heaven, Mom. Yeah. 
you know, isn't that nice? But, but you know, Rich, he said mom passed away. So now he has the memory of mother. I want to remind people listening right now, if your mother is among you, if your mother is alive, uh, it's wonderful to have that memory that he expressed. But do more than that now if you can and let her know and let her know how you honor her and love them, love what she meant to you as your mother. That's right. Like I love my mother. Yeah, that's <laughs> Thank right. God for mom. And now let's think about the history of why we have a day set aside and call it Mother's Day. Now listen, folks, listen to this carefully because you'll find that the lady who founded Mother's Day, she got angry as it worked its way because it got so commercial. And she didn't mean it to be that way. She wanted people to take it to heart and really, really act on it. Listen to this. The ancient Greeks were among the first to pay tribute to mom, sort of. Their spring festival honored Rhea, the mother of all Greek gods. That holiday didn't pan out. In medieval Britain, servants were given the fourth Sunday of Lent to travel home and spend the day with their moms. This custom was called Mothering Sunday. But the modern era Mother's Day was created by Anna Marie Jarvis. Anna admired her mother, who attended to the wounded during America's Civil War and later became a community activist. When young Anna was 12, it is believed she heard her mother pray that one day there might be a Memorial Day for mothers for all the good that they do. Young Anna never forgot the prayer, and when her mom died in May of 1905, the plan for a holiday was born. On the second anniversary of her mom's death, Anna held a church memorial dedicated to her mother's good deeds. In May of 1908, Anna held another memorial and handed out white carnations, her mom's favorite flower. She contacted Philadelphia philanthropist John Wanamaker who joined a Mother's Day committee in hopes of honoring all mothers all across the nation. In 1910, West Virginia became the first state to observe the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. After a fierce letter-writing campaign, Anna got Congress to federally recognize the holiday. And in 1914, President Wilson signed a bill that officially made the second Sunday in May Mother's Day. The holiday was meant to be spent in church, Afterwards, sons and daughters would write loving letters to their mothers. Carnations were worn that day. Pink or red honored living mothers, and white honored moms who had passed. With each year, more and more Mother's Day carnations were sold. And by 1920, greeting card companies got into the Mother's Day biz. Anna was enraged by what she considered a lazy excuse for letters that should be handwritten. By 1924, the holiday creator was so appalled with the commercialization of Mother's Day that she petitioned to abolish it. In 1930, Anna was arrested for disturbing the peace at a Mother's Day carnation sale. Sadly, Anna spent the rest of her life and family inheritance fighting the holiday. She died in 1948, leaving no children to remember her. Since then, Mother's Day has become one of the most profitable holidays for florists and the phone company's highest volume day of the year. This probably wouldn't have pleased Anna, but deep down she would have to be satisfied that on her Mother's Day, millions of moms around the world receive extra attention and well-deserved hugs.
Yeah, I see. <laughs> what made her angry is you're losing the spirit of it. You're losing the meaning of it. You're just kissing it off, so to speak, and buying a card and then saying, I hope you get it in time or something like that. I don't want to go on and on on this, but I think the people can understand. Now, Rich, what would you say about Well, it's just too bad. It's too bad that uh, it it didn't go the way she wanted, and so she began to oppose it. But the thing is that people are expressing their love and appreciation to their mothers on this Mother's Day weekend in all kinds of ways, and and that's to be celebrated. Maybe the people themselves should take it more seriously because the mother really hungers for it. Yes. Now, here is a lady. Our listeners do. Oh, yes. Oh, the Bot Radio Network family. (laughs) Listen to this. this is a Mother's Day tribute to my grandmother, Catherine. She was born in a simple sod house in South Dakota on May 8, 1884. As a young mom, she became a woman of prayer, and she daily prayed for each one of her six children, asking the Lord that they would all become believers in Jesus and go into mission work. Her prayers were heard. My dad was one of her six children. He and my mom became home missionaries in the Ozarks in South Central Missouri. I personally also had the privilege of becoming a missionary and work in Central America. But I am very grateful that my grandmother prayed faithfully for all of us. Isn't that nice? Her grandmother and her mother, this is the way it's passed along, isn't it? It's passed from generation to generation. Each person makes their individual personal decision to serve the Lord and be a Christian. Now, here is Randy from Bellevue, Nebraska. Hi, this is Randy calling from Bellevue, Nebraska. My mom is uh, 86. She has been a blessing to me throughout my life as a, not only a mother of eight kids and married for 67 years. I uh, can't think of anyone that was a better mother, teacher, nurse, doctor, everything, <laughs> all in one. And so I honor my mother this Mother's Day. She is an amazing woman, still living. And we love you, and we wish nothing but God's very best for you. Isn't that nice? An amazing woman still living. You see, folks, these are radio listeners. These are, these are your friends in the Bot Radio Network family that have called in on the listener comment line to uh, prepare for Mother's Day. What, what comment? How many line? of these, Dad, it's wonderful to see... Uh, express how grateful they are for their mothers, and she's in her 80s. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Well, I don't know. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and Mom are both in your 80s, and you have great-grandchildren, many, well, many great-grandchildren. Yeah, that's exactly right. As a matter of fact, one of our granddaughters brought a little bouquet of flowers. She called my wife and said, Grandma, could we come by the house, and I want to bring two of the children with me and just spend a little time with you. And um, Shirley was so excited, so so wonderful. And anyway, when she came in, about noon, a little after, she had the two little boys with her and spent the afternoon. With careful and, social and distancing. And a bouquet of flowers. But you know what? It was, the, it was not the flowers themselves, but the spirit of it. The giving of herself and taking the time to do that. Well, here's a lady... Uh, with a Mother's Day poem. Happy Mother's Day. This is for you, Mom. In his care, my mother's smile goes near and far to those she meets each day. Her words bring hope to those in need to share that he's the way. The Lord has been there through the years to help her understand. There were times she struggled through, but he held out his hand. She gives herself to his care each and every day. 
She wants to help others see the Lord is here today. I love you, Mom. Yeah, isn't that nice? Now, Rich, here is a gentleman who has a great aunt, A-U-N-T. You know, when I was a boy in Minneapolis, we would say aunt. And then somebody said, no, 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 that isn't what you pronounce. You must say aunt. So anyway, he has a great aunt that reminds me of my aunt because I didn't have a grandmother. She died when I was very, very little of cancer, as a matter of fact. But my mother's older sister kind of took that place in my life. And apparently Anthony had the same experience. Here it is. Hello, my name is Anthony. And I just want to talk about my great aunt that raised me. She raised me from the age five until 21, because my mother had three kids by the time she was 19, and she could not handle all the pressure. So my great aunt raised me, and she was about 55 when she started raising me. She taught me how to read the Bible, bought me my first Bible, and she encouraged me to go to church. And even when I was a young man in the service, she uh, always would give me scriptures to encourage me. And because of her that I am here today, and I am a minister uh, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So I thank my mother. I call my mother Pete. Uh, she was a great woman of God and a great encourager. Well, now here is a lady who uh, thanks her mother who adopted her. I tell you what, folks, God is faithful. He doesn't make mistakes. So this is a lady who became the mother of the child who needed to be adopted. Mom, you are an amazing woman. You went with some missionaries up through the islands of South America to all the orphanages, and with the help of God, he brought you to me. And I am so truly blessed, Mom, that you adopted me. You bought me my first pair of shoes. You taught me how to walk. You taught me how to love, and you taught me how to love God. You also even taught me how to pray, and you encouraged me to reach my dreams. You've been gone a long time, Mom, but every day I remember you. I've saved every letter you ever wrote me. I am so truly blessed that God has made mothers because I had a wonderful and beautiful mom. So happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you. Yeah. Rich, uh, before my mother passed away, as many years ago, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have that sort of thing. But in our archives, we located something that I did with my mother a long, long time ago. And lo and behold, Mr. Ken Monroe found it. And we can use it on this broadcast. Here it is. Well, Mom, on this broadcast, we want to hear a scripture verse from you in what would what would you what would you share with our audience? What what scripture verses come to your mind? Uh, Proverbs five and six. Can you give them to us? Yes. All right. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, for He will direct your path, and he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Mom? Yes? Now, you've lived your entire life by these scripture verses, and you are 92 years old now. You're going to be 93 in your next birthday. I'm more 93 than I am 90. 
1992. That's right. And do you believe the Lord is trustworthy? Very. I don't know what I would have done if it were not uh, if I didn't have his strength and his uh, um, admonition. Did he take you through the Depression and help you raise your kids? And yes, help? and more than that. Is the Lord now a comfort to you in your... Very. I just don't know what I do for from day to day. We all have a lot for the Lord. We all have a lot to be thankful for, don't we? Oh yes, we do. We have thankful. We can be thankful for His strength and that He gives us, and He never fails. Jesus never fails. And we can be thankful for our families and our loved ones, can't we? Oh yes, yes, I can. Every one of my children have accepted the Lord and are living for Him. Yeah. You see, folks, that's the story. From one generation to the next to the next, and there's no time that is better than right now if you don't know the Lord and start serving him. Listen to what Doris Akers said about that. The time goes so fast, so very, very fast. It's kind of like life, isn't it? Let's say happy Mother's Day, Mom. We love you. That's exactly right. Our listener comment line is 1-800-345-2621. We'd love to hear from you folks. 1-800-345-2621. All right, this is Dick Bott with my son, Rich, with another complete story. And see you later. 